We're searchers, you and me. But you deserve a chance to make a place in the world. See, I'm a searcher who just wants to settle. Wants it bad. Just can't seem to find that place that'll live up to you, my perfection. You want to tell me what you're doing in this place? Well, that's a fine thing to say to a customer. A customer who has brought the host of problems to my town, which already has enough problems. You don't know a cock-a-duty thing about us. This town is not a good place. We're running from something, aren't we? I will always do anything to keep you safe. People around here, they forget. They forget the past. It's written in blood. I'm warning you, something bad is coming. Listen to me now. People in places like this try to make you one of them. So they can use you and throw you away. But I won't let them. It'll be blood on Christmas before I let them. That's the story, soup to nuts. Welcome to episode 163 of the Monday Morning Critic. Today's guest is an actor and a writer and absolutely wonderful as Amity Lambert in season two of Castle Rock. Her name is Matilda High. Matilda, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very happy to be here. So, you know, I'm not going to tell... Off air, I was asking you how to pronounce your name, and I have to get where you uh-huh. were... I think where you were born and raised. Is it Liage? Is that... Do I have that right? Yes, uh-huh. In Belgium. So, you know, you yeah. grew you, and I have to say, you know, it's cl- for those listening, it's close to the Netherlands and Germany. Um, it sounded mm-hmm. like you had a pretty, you know, supportive and, and, and really kind of loving family growing up. Obviously, I wasn't there, yeah. and I can only go by what I see. And kind of, <laughs> am I kind of right with that? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I was very, very lucky to have a supportive family, absolutely. And I got to say, you know, many times, you know, you you hear actors when they tell family members, you know, I want to go through with my dream. I want to be an actor. It's, you know, and and this is other actors speaking, you know, get a quote unquote real job, get something stable because there's a lot of questions in acting. There's stability is on and off. But it's nice to hear that your your family seems supportive in, in, in you doing that. They were. I think, you know, it's it's more complicated than that, obviously. I mean, especially coming from Belgium, not many people follow that route to begin with. And uh, my family is absolutely not in the industry. They're not artists either. So, you know, of course, I totally understand that a part of them, you know, was unex- was not expecting any of this um, and was scared, you know, about it. Uh, but yet they decided to support it. I think part of them thought that it wouldn't happen anyway. <laughs> I think part of them really thought, well, what the hell, you know, she'll come back. <laughs> um, and uh, and yet, you know, the other part of them just, they always said, whatever you guys decide for me and my sister, uh, if it makes you happy, just do it. 
Um, and so, yeah, for that, yeah, absolutely, they supported me, but they were scared. And I think if I ever have kids, I'll <laughs> be scared too. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's n- it's n- yeah, it's never as simple as I made it for sure. But it's nice yeah, to yeah. hear that you know they did. But at least it sounds like from what you're saying that their reservations came from you know we love and we care about you. We just don't want anything bad to happen mm-hmm. to you versus, you know, they weren't caring so much about the solidity of getting a job, but they were more worried about you as a, as a person and somebody that they love. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and I don't want for you sure. to undersell Belgian actors because there's a few of them. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, the very, uh-huh. vi- the very underrated Matthias uh, Schoenartz and Audrey Hepburn yeah. has some Belgian roots. So there's some good acting coming out of uh-huh. Belgium. Yeah, for sure. Tiny country, but we have, we have some great things going on. Yes, for sure. Yeah, and as you're as you're growing up, you kind of formulate a lot of skills, right? You you have a little training in uh-huh. improv, comedy, dance. You yeah. do some plays. Um, talk a little bit about yeah. that. What what did you find most difficult? Are you happy that you went in so many different areas as far as training? Did it help you to get to where you are now? Oh, for sure. I'm sure that everything we do is meant to be happening and is, is necessary. Um, I did uh, I did do dance. I started with dancing. Uh, I, apparently, the story is that I, I begged my mom for a long time because my sister is three years older than me and she was taking dance classes and we would drive her, bring her there, take her uh, back home. And apparently, I don't remember this, I begged my mom uh, hard to be also taking dance classes, but I was not three years old yet, and you had to be. Um, so she lied on my age, and I found out years later <laughs> when I was in the office signing some paperwork that my date of birth was not, was a year before, and so I went home and said, what is this about? And she told me, oh yeah, I had to lie because you were not three yet, and I just <laughs> didn't take it anymore, so she made me a year older, so that's where it all began really and then I did some painting on silk, I did some violin, um, I swam as well because my father was uh, was a big time swimmer uh, back in the day and so yeah I did a few, I played tennis, I did a, a few things, I was very lucky to be able to do all those things and I guess that we're luckier in general in Belgium I'd say than in other parts of the world for such things, let the kids get a chance. Uh, at doing such things, and I was one of them. So yeah, I I, I experienced a few things, and I I did do improv as well. Yeah, I- improv can be tough though, huh, Matilde? Like that is a very difficult. Mm-hmm. That is something comedy too. Those are very difficult mm-hmm. things to kind of learn. Did you find that, or I mean, you see, you just from talking to you for five minutes, it seems like you have a great sense uh-huh. of humor, and not everyone I interview has a great sense I of. Hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. And was that was that a difficult? path for you as far as learning those things you know i think my father is hysterical i i don't know if he knows it my father is really funny so maybe i get a little bit uh from him if i am funny but um but is it difficult to answer that question i mean i don't know for me it it felt it 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 felt good i i loved improv and i was blessed to be with people who loved to teach it so it felt flawless there was no you know there was no stress about it there was no question of you know it was not a career matter at that point it was just having fun really so i loved it i had fun with it and and that was yeah and comedy sure is hard and i think drama is hard too i think they're different 
beasts, and yet uh, they have lots of similarities, really. It's a lot of there's analysis behind it. It seems maybe uh, more flawless comedy, maybe seems more uh, made on the spot, but it's not. There is a lot of uh, work behind it, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's really well said. You know, and you know, Two months after high school, you make this decision, you know, that you're going to go to New York City. And, and I have to say, that's a really big, like, decision to make, if I have that story right. Were you scared? Was Were you scared? Did you, when you look back, are you are you really, I mean, it's maybe a stupid question, but are you happy you made that decision? Like, what was your thoughts? Yeah, what, what were your thoughts on that, that big jump that you made? Um, you know, I, a few years before really leaving, I was often saying, especially in arguments with uh, my father, I will leave anyway. You know, once I turn 18, I'll go anyway, and I'll go to the U.S. And, you know, so I have been saying it for for a minute, and I have family a little bit all over the place. Um, sorry about that. I have family all over, all over the place. I have some family in Russia and in Germany and in the U.S., and so... I believe it's probably part of my blood, too, to, you know, maybe I feel not just Belgian and I wanted to go away. And um, and so, yeah, was it hard, though? So that part was, was I guess, that keen, um, impulsive one. And yet, I guess, behind it, there was really the, the passion and and the knowing that I was supposed to be going, uh, if that makes any sense. Mm. And um, I wasn't that scared because, and thank God I wasn't, because otherwise I would probably never have come. I think part of me looking back was, quote-unquote, delusional, if anything, because I thought, you know, that it would be much easier than it, it, it was, <laughs> it's been. But, but thank God I did, because if I didn't have those big dreams and, and that delusion, really, I would probably never have come, because, you know, that's, that's also the fear that you talked about earlier, those parents, uh, and, you know, any, any uh, lots of people in society who, who think, you know, of not to do anything outside of the box. So that's when fear speaks, really. Any human being has that. And I don't think that acting upon fear is ever really the best decision <laughs> no that's that's really well said that's really well said and like what did you when you look back now what do you think mm-hmm. you did you mm-hmm. I mean you seem like a very confident very strong person um what did you learn about yourself you know after all of oh, that is there anything God. you learned about yourself <laughs> yeah I think so much and I'm still I mean like everybody I guess I'm still learning every day uh but the, the thing I learned about myself um I guess that's so much of, and I say us because I feel like we're in this all together. And, you know, um, when I learn something about myself very often, I feel it's correlated to other people. Um, if that makes any sense. Sure. So I guess maybe that, um, that it's all already within us, you know, that, right. that we already, you know, that we already... Uh, as children and as as souls, I guess we we know what we are here for, and and so it's a matter of actually learning to unlearn what we are learning as we actually grow up. Uh, so I guess what I learned the most is to reconnect to that. Yes, maybe that's the biggest thing to really trust and and connect to myself and and listen to the voice instead of the all the noise. You know that really kind of 
can take you away from 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 the path and I guess the truth, if I can call it. No, yeah, it's a, I can yeah, name it. That yeah, way. that's that's a very honest and thoughtful answer. And I have to say, just listening to mm-hmm. you speak, I know you said you have family all around the world, but it does mm-hmm. sound like you have an admiration for. I mean, obviously many people do, but it does sound like you have an admiration for your father. An admiration, uh, not an admiration. No, I just I love my father very much. I mean, yes, I do admire him, and just like I admire my mother and and other people, actually. But um, I, yeah, I admire what he's who he is and what he's what he's done, and and for being able to accept, you know, things that weren't uh, ways that he was taught, you know, and and for being open to that. Um, and for being the supportive father, he's been yes for sure. No, I admire him. Yes, I do. I do. Yeah, okay. and, and you know, because 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 we live in an age where people, you know, are, are buried in their cell phones, they're buried in technology, they're bar- so. And I almost feel like pe- many people don't take the opportunities to appreciate their parents, to appreciate their loved ones. Mm-hmm. That seems like when I talk to you, that's that, that's never been an issue for you. You're almost the complete opposite of that. You're very appreciative of all the wonderful family members and people you have in your life. Yeah, I, I don't know if, if we nowadays tend to lose track of that. I think it depends on what you choose to look at, really, because both are there. You know, I think there are people who who are not appreciative and, and there are people who are, and I think it's always been like that. I don't know if social media does, does take us um, away from gratitude. I'm not sure about that. Uh, I could say great things about social media and not so great things about it, um, I guess. Uh, am I more appreciative than, than the rest? I don't think so. I, I, I just think it's important. It's something that I'm implementing in my life because it feels good. And then I think I value it because uh, I believe it's, you know, it's important. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know if people really don't do it as much today. I want to think they do. I think that actually, you know, um, what I've been looking into the past, I'd say a couple of years more than than before, was the law of attraction, manifestation, and gratitude, and affirmations, and all those things that I believe a lot of people are connecting to more nowadays than, than they were uh, before, if not ever. Uh, but it's true that it is a society that focuses a lot on on me. But but it's it all begins from there. At the same time, it all starts from us, and and our opinions are only ours. At the end of the day, what we believe in is is really is really ours. You know, I, I I'm not sure how to. No, it's, <laughs> no I get your point. It's, it, I, I like. What, yeah. I, I definitely understand what you're saying. And you know, just to get a little technical here for those listening, you know, you go to New York Film Academy, Lee Strasberg Theater and Film Institute. You know, you have some experience with the Meisner technique. You know, encur- for those of you listening, that's encouraging acting, acting on emotion and impulses, leading with your heart. Did you find that stuff yeah. helped you along the way, Mathilde? That the stuff you oh, learned in New York. Sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I could not be, uh, and I'm still a quote unquote nowhere. And you know, I mean, I'm just on my journey. But I, where I am today, is definitely the result of of. All these things, uh, they were so necessary. Yeah, the uh, Meisner was necessary. The method was really, I guess, the the biggest 
for me in terms of having a strong technique to rely on because it just talks to me uh, and my senses. You know, it just what works for me. But the uh, Meisner also works for me. There are lots of things that I get from it. But I did not study Meisner as long as I did study the method and because I didn't want to go any further uh, from where we, uh, I stopped uh, because I wanted to go to study the method and uh, talk to me more. So, uh, yeah, definitely, those are wonderful. I believe you should have something, a technique, uh, but it can be so many things. You know, lots of people, most people, I believe, have a suitcase, you know, of all these different things they take from left and right, you know, all these different tools. um, For sure, for sure. Without it, I could, I'm sure I could not have done what I have done on Castle Rock, um, I'm sure. Oh, and I have to ask you this because many people, all my actors, I ask the same question, you know, who do you, I don't want to say you credit one person, but is there a mentor you have or mentors that you've had kind of as you've gone through this, this process of Mm -hmm. of becoming an actor? Yeah, 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 Uh, for sure. I I was very lucky to, uh, many people supported me and and believed in me, but I guess if I have to name two um, from the two schools, from Lee Strasberg and from the New York Film Academy. I'd say the New York Film Academy, the very first person who really believed in me and who's been in my life since was Rene Lee Santiago, uh, who's a wonderful actor and director and singer and artist and human being. He's just a wonderful person. And right from the beginning, my first class is there. Uh, he just kind of took me uh, under his, uh, wing, right, and he, he's been in my life ever since, he's directed some work that I've, I wrote, and I've been in some of his work, and we still, yeah, are in each other's life, so that would be Renelli, um, and then from Strasbourg, Lola Cohen, uh, who's written also books uh, on the method, was wonderful and is still in my life and I was over at her house last weekend so she's also been absolutely fantastic in supporting me and and teaching me and and yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's well said too. And you know, I have to say, you know, y- you have a, a love of writing from the research I've seen. And, and you know, where does your mm-hmm. your your where does that come from? The, the fact that you love. I, I, I hope I'm using the right word when I say love. You know, your love uh, of writing. Where does that come from? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I honestly, I don't. I, I don't know. I when it came really to the surface, I'd say where I really thought, you know what, I think I can write, I can actually write, and maybe someday I'll actually be doing great work, you know, with it, was after I won a contest at Lee Strasberg called the Strasberg Works, where uh, basically I had gone to see the one, um, one summer after I had been at Strasberg for a year, I believe, at that point, and I saw the play that had been picked that year. And so I went to see the play and I found out only at the end that it was written by a student. And I thought, wow, really, that's fantastic. And I learned about the program and I thought, you know what, maybe, maybe I'll take a chance. Maybe I'll send, I'll write something and I'll send it and I can put up a play, you know? And mm. so I I never thought that I would actually win because, you know, it's NYU also, uh, compete and you know I'm not American and I had learned English only a few years before and so you know all these things together I just thought oh what the hell we'll try though and so I did and I ended up uh, winning and 
So Margaret Kessler, uh, Margaret Ladd, who's the wife of Lyle Kessler, that wonderful writer, uh, chose my play and she became my writing advisor and and we put the play together and, and, and that was wonderful. And that's when I thought, you know what, I think I can write. Uh, but before I was always writing, you know, here and there. And as a child, I loved to write poems and, you know, uh, in journals, left and right. But I never really thought that, you know, I'd, I'd be touching people with it. And uh, especially after the production of the play, I will never forget this guy. He came to me. He was looking for me after the production. And and uh, he just told me how he was touched and he was nearly crying. And he reminded him of the story, reminded him of, of a story of his. And he was so moved by it. And so wow. maybe also that guy really had a big impact on me thinking, well, well I, I guess I can touch people with that. And, and that's great. <laughs> so... So, yeah, maybe that answers your question. No, it certainly did, yeah. Yeah, it definitely sounds like you have a gift for it, you know, and I have to say, you know. Oh, I don't know, but. Well, I mean, it it (laughs) is. Well, if somebody came up to Mm -hmm. me and said, you know, your podcast touched me or that, I mean, that would say it's it's somewhat reflective of your abilities. That's a great thing. That's a really good thing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the other things is, you know, you. We're going to get to certainly Castle Rock in a moment, but how ironic is mm-hmm. it that you have a love of writing and and you're starring yeah. in this show of our best you know living writer I think in the world you know based on his yeah, works. The irony in that's mm-hmm. kind of amazing. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's a, it's a blessing. It's a, it's really a privilege. <laughs> it's yeah. So it's, so and another funny thing about that is. Um, my mom told me that when she was pregnant with me, um, she had never, she never liked horror and, you know, nothing, never liked it, but she always read a lot. And when she was pregnant with me, she said, I read so many horror books, Stephen King. I read all of them, Stephen King's, I guess, are Christie. And so, but she never did otherwise. And I don't know if I'm the one. Oh my God. It's, it's really odd. <laughs> How strange yeah. is that? How strange is that? Like yeah. that is amazing. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. that is amazing. Um, and I have uh-huh. to, yeah, and I have funny. to say, you know, you obviously for those who've watched Castle Rock, you know, they they know that you're, you're fluent in French. Was was that tough for you yeah. to kind of? Were, were were there a lot of you know not disadvantages, but were there a lot of obstacles mm. to overcome? Because my mom was born in Poland. She's bilingual. She's my hero. I yeah. you know I understand you uh-huh. know what what she went through. Was it tough for you? To, to learn English? Yeah, well, t- well, clearly you know English because you're a phenomenal writer, but mm-hmm. just the whole process, yeah. like, was it, do you find, obviously there's a lot of advantages with being bilingual, right? I think my personal yeah. philosophy is everyone should know at least two languages. That's my philosophy. But- oh, it's great. Yeah, the more the merrier. I think it's, it's wonderful. I always love languages, but I wasn't bilingual before I came to the U.S. Um, I, I took English and, uh, and Dutch in and some Latin as well, uh, growing up in high school. But I was nothing close to being bilingual when I came to the U.S. at 18. Uh, and I kind of learned that as I arrived. And I went to see, I remember the, the Social Network was the first movie I went to see uh, when I arrived. And I did not understand anything. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, I did it. I, I went to Kaplan and they did the work kind of for me because I went to that language school my first year in New York. And so that's where I really became fluent. Um, 
So that that definitely but, but, but think, yeah for me. But Mitchell, think about how amazing mm-hmm. that is, though. Like you can, and that makes it mm-hmm. that makes your story, I think, more amazing because you come over, you you've kind of you, you you learn the language, and then you have mm-hmm. this writing, you know, I don't want to say you know this writing, you know, contest or this writing, you know, uh-huh. situ- but that's kind of amazing where you, you're learning the language, and not long after that. You develop mm-hmm. this 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 wonderful. I mean, not that you know speaking yeah. a different language doesn't make you a, a, a different writer, but you know to learn English mm-hmm. language it's not easy. But that's that's a pretty amazing transition. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really cool. And I also took some uh, that year. I took some writing classes, and I had a great teacher. And you know, it's. It's, yeah, maybe, maybe no one competed that year. I don't know. No, I know. Stop it. Stop it. I don't believe that. No, I'm, you know, it's, um, no, it's great. It's true. It's, it's, it's a blessing. I don't know. I guess, you know, maybe it's someone above up there that, that just did it three. Um, but it's, yeah, I guess part of it came through my hand. And I read where you love, I read where you love documentaries and, you know, writing and acting are all about storytelling, which I think is going to, I, I think your your gift of writing is going to pay off so much moving forward. Obviously, because you're a phenomenal actor, but you know they're both all about storytelling. So what kind oh, of they are. yeah? So what kind of stories? I know outside of documentaries, mm-hmm. what kind of stories do you enjoy? What makes a good story in your eyes, Matilda? What makes a good story in my eyes? reality? To me, truth. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a fan of of uh, Film d'Auteur uh, is the name of those movies in French, auteur films, um, which, for example, actually part of it is in Castle Rock. Uh, uh, Blue is the warmest color. You have that little bit that's playing on the TV as Joey is watching. That's one of my favorite movies. Um, so that's an auteur film, which are very real uh, movies. Um, very raw, I'd say. There's no big explosions, no, you know, sci-fi, not, not that, you know, that's not great, but I prefer um, reality, I guess, even though, you know, Castle Rock is not full reality. I think my, my character to me is real, you know. So, sure, yeah. Um, human beings is what moves me the most, is what fascinates me. Uh, I think if, if it didn't, quote-unquote, start working for me as uh, with the arts. I would probably have studied psychology. My sister is actually a psychiatrist. Um, And that fascinates me, just the way we function and most of of the documentaries I watch are on crimes and on on, yeah, on uh, what we do really as as human beings. I watch a, a ton of Documentaries. I think that honestly, nowadays I watch more documentaries than I watch movies, because um, I just I'm fascinated by life. Really, I love to talk to people, watch people behave, and and think about what we do. And um, yeah, that's and that's what I guess I build my characters from as well. You know. Yeah, and, and, and obviously I like to keep things positive, keep glass half full. What is the yeah. most frustrating for thing thing for you as an actor that that you've experienced? I mean, is is it just is it just the consistency? What what is it about acting that mm. if anything that frustrates you? Maybe there's nothing. I don't know, but I figure I that's something mm. that because it's so inconsistent. I feel like there's something that might yeah. you know. Well, uh, I guess you know honestly about acting itself, about the craft. I guess it'd be more 
towards myself relating to it. So myself watching myself, for example, my criticism, my never being happy enough with what I've done, uh, my not my perfect, you know, my perfection, my desire for perfection, and yet my not so desire for it, it just it's in me. I guess me over criticizing it, me uh, wanting wanting it to be a certain way, perhaps, and redoing it, you know, uh, which, which you can't, you have to let it go and let it be. And you don't, you know, rewrite your life as well. You know, it's, and that's, that's part of the beauty of it. So I guess it's more towards me relating to acting because acting itself really, there's, there's nothing that frustrates me, the business, you know, but that's, that's different from, from the art of it. The business is the business. <laughs> right. There's a lot of things that frustrate me about it, but that's, you know, nothing is perfect. So. Yeah. And, and, you know, I was doing, like I said, a lot of hours of research on li- your life. And one of the things. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's my goodness. No, I love it. No, <laughs> no, I learned so much. I loved it. It was my honor. And I have to say, you know, I'm, I'm going through. And I and there was I want to say three very reputable websites. You know they were talking about Castle Rock, and uh-huh. three different websites. This is what they said about your performance as um, Amity Lambert. One person called you magnetic. One website. A second said uh-huh. portrayed wonderfully, and a third said excellent performance. When you hear those things, that's yeah. got to make you feel like really good. I mean that's. I mean, you, mm-hmm. it's not like you were in it all. You know, nine or ten episodes because that's not how the story called yeah. for your role, but. That's phenomenal. Sure. That's a phenomenal praise for you, and well deserved too. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, it's very. It feels like I've I've done something right, you know. But uh, for sure, it's very rewarding. Um, I have an ego, like everybody else too. So uh, <laughs> no, it's and it feels good for sure that I have touched that I've done my job. You know, that's that's so important to me because otherwise, it's kind of like. Uh, part of the because it is also a struggle you know part of it is I can't I can't lie um, it kind of feels if you're not touching anyone or then it kind of feels pointless because you don't do it for I'm not doing this for myself you know it, it doesn't I feel it's it's a call as well of course part of me is doing it for myself but it, it's bigger than that sure. I feel yeah. um, you know so definitely that's I was yeah, that's, I'm extremely grateful for that. Uh, and I was, you know, again, I'm, it's the work of so many people. You know, the director was so wonderful. Lonnie uh, is an absolute, he's was such a gift. Um, absolutely great. He's accepting, loving, um, he's open, he's calm. He, it's just a blast. And then my, co, uh, my co-star, um, who was playing Augustine, David Alte, was also, who's been in the industry for a long time, was also extremely supportive and 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 helped me a lot to achieve what I did. I believe really it's the work, and everybody on the crew, really, the writers and, and people who talked to me as we were working, uh, the designers, the hair and makeup, everybody was so wonderful that it makes your job just, that much easier it's it just you know it, it's such a blessing as an actor I think it, 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 yeah it's a gift <laughs> no yeah it's really a, it was a, a gift yeah, it's a t- it's definitely a team effort, and, and yeah, you don't seem like somebody that's in it for the praise. But you know, it's nice to hear that people respect and appreciate your work. You know, that's a good thing. And, Absolutely. Yeah, you're briefly in season one as Amity Lambert. Then you mm-hmm. get, get this wonderful role. We get to see more of you in, in season two. Um, you know, what mm-hmm. goes into a, a character like Amity? Very. You know, it's almost like I feel like Matilda. That it's 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 three different characters, right? It's her before <laughs> yeah. before before you know then. 
when she meets, you know, the, the angel and then kind of after. So it's it's a really kind of complex character. So on your end, is it, is it tough to develop a character like that? Uh, when I call it tough, it, it's exciting. Right. <laughs> it's so exciting. Um, it's a blast because um, the writing also is so good. You know, it's sure. honestly, it, it, it's so good that you, when you get material like that, I honestly feel like so much is done for you. Because the way, the, even the lines that we don't see on TV, right? The way the narration is made puts you right away in that universe and you get a lot from it. You're, it just gets your imagination going, you know? So a lot of the work really is on the table and I get to just create all those things with it. And of course, you know, be truthful to it. And hopefully I've been truthful to it. And, um, but it's exciting. Yeah, it, it, it's exciting because it's just, there's so many things to explore uh, with her. And, and then I'm supported by, as I said, a director that's going to give me his opinion. The writer also was on set. So, you know, it's with the time that we have, of course, because we don't have all the time in the world. And I'm not one of the leads, obviously. But it's um, what I what I was given. It's just exciting. I, I had enough time to create what I did. And and yeah. Exciting. <laughs> so, so how would you, if, if you could, how would you describe to those that haven't seen this yet? So for those of you listening, Castle Rock mm-hmm. is must-see. How would you describe Amity Lambert to those who have not seen the show yet? Right. Um, well, I wouldn't want to give away to what she No, no, I agree. Does, I agree. You know, after, so without going into anything like that, if I was to talk about her, um, she starts as a, as a very passionate dedicated, uh, outspoken uh, girl with a mission. I think that she, from being a child uh, and growing into an adult, was determined and kind of had a mission. Um, And she is born into a quite complicated situation. Um, She doesn't have a mother. Her mother dies while giving birth to her. That's actually not in the show, but that's part of my story. So she grows up in that environment with uh, no mother and she doesn't get along with her father, who's the governor of, uh, of the town. And so she is, um, yes, that determined lady that, ha- that is extremely sensitive, that loves to draw and that is artistic, that ends up rebelling against her father and what the king uh, is saying we shall do because because she has that mission i believe from from the beginning and then um and then to follow up you have to just watch the show because i'm good i'm gonna say things i'm not supposed to no you are yeah she meets then i just say she'll meet someone uh in her journey uh who just makes everything possible for her I guess. Yeah, and, I, and I'll say this too, and I, and I hope this. <laughs> I hope this isn't. Yeah. I hope this isn't too much too. But it's very ironic with the way you f- <laughs> you feel about your real father to the father on screen. It couldn't be any different. I hope that's not too much. Oh, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's it's very. You know, I got to tell you, um, to be very honest, Matilda, I've seen 
I have a lot of shows I watch because I try to, you know, get up on everything. It's truthfully, and I'm not just saying this, it's truthfully one of the best performances of the year, and I was so blessed to be able to watch you. So, you know, thank you for that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, and it's a common... Uh, yeah, my... my re- uh-huh. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I oh, know my relationship couldn't be any more different, uh, I guess, from, from that, for sure. But, but you know, we can all relate to... You know, having issues with someone, and then that's my work to make that bigger and and um, finding the the situation that just awakens that. And then you know, a father is a father, and that makes just that much stronger. But but yeah, you know, uh, that's our job, I guess, as an actor. So thank God I didn't have to go through that to know what it feels like. <laughs> right. But I believe I, I I could understand what it what it felt like. Yeah. Yeah, do you feel like, and, and this is the part we never get to see, was the audition, because mm. I, I hear all sorts of stories about auditions. Some people have to wait, right. some people have to wait months. Some people find out mm. last minute. How did you find out you, mm. you, you came into this role? Was it kind of immediate? Was it a little bit longer? Uh, it was quick. It was quick. <laughs> um, I was in Paris at that time because uh, I had signed with an agency there and I wanted to go there because that agency is, is great. Uh, absolutely wonderful and they needed me to be there in the beginning to just see you know how things would go because I don't have a career in France and I was coming out of school not much before uh, in the U.S. and so I had moved uh, over there and I had been in Paris for three months at that point and I received the casting for the U.S. because I still was represented in in New York and so I passed the casting, and I think it was the next day or two days later at most, um, I got a call from my agent saying that I, I got the part. Um, that, that was unusually quick. I didn't even, you know, I wasn't in person. It was from the tape as well. So I was, I think that's unusual, yeah. No, and I have to say, I love when I see actors embrace a role, and I can't tell the difference if they're acting or if it's like. Or, mm-hmm. So that's what I felt like your performance was. Like, there's sometimes I watch movies or TV shows, and sometimes, mm-hmm. unfortunately, the actor you could tell is just walking through the part. I felt like you embr- right. you embrace this character so much. Yeah. It was really just. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm gushing here, probably a little bit too much, but it's it was really just well done. Like it's that is so you you can't uh-huh. teach that to somebody. I feel like. Yeah, well, I think you can't, uh, you know, I believe there's something in me that, that's, that's also why I'm on earth, so hopefully, you know, I'm not wrong, and that's, that's, that, and if I am, I'll find out anyway, but <laughs> so far, you know, I guess something is in me for that, but I also, there is work behind it, and there is, you know, the teachings that I've got, and I guess that that's the choice of acting that I do, which is, the, because it works for me, and that's my enjoyment, I I want to feel that I am her, and I do. You know, she's a human being, and she's fully, she's, I love her. You know, I, I have tons of love for her, and and I could, and I have to work like that. Personally, that's, yeah, I have to, because otherwise I don't even see in the moment the enjoyment or the reason why I would do it. Um, and thank God that it, it looks like I do feel it, because I, I, I did. <laughs> Yeah, that's certainly, and, and and I only have a few more questions for you. Thank you so much for mm-hmm. giving me your time. I've I've really enjoyed this. Oh, no, thank you so much. So I have to say, so you know, one of the things is, and this is a nerd question. This will be my last um, Amity question. <laughs> is 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 Amity a good person? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. By the way, I I agree with you. By the way, I, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you know, pair. I'm not so sure, but you know what? 
Pear is kind of oh. like loyal and faithful, but I don't want to give away too much. But he's kind of like a I don't Who know. Is? It, Who is? Um, the, um, is Pear the, the um? I don't want to say too much. My father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pear is father. Pear means father. Um, well, my father is a good a good man uh, who also makes poor decisions, and so have I. I don't think it defines uh, your decisions. I guess your actions do define you to an extent. Uh, but you know, I can. I can understand and empathize for murderers. I, maybe I'm weird like that. I just, I understand where it comes from. You know, I, I can feel, I empathize with it. I think, who am I, you know, to not know how I'd behave if I wasn't put under those circumstances? And as a matter of fact, when I, when my imagination put myself under those, I react, I can react the same way, you know, so... Uh, is he a bad person? You know, my, my father? No, I don't think he's a bad person. Um, is there evil out there? Yeah. Mm. That's where it gets complicated. And that's part actually of what the show is trying to, I mean, is saying, I believe, and, and leaves it kind of up to us to make a decision. Uh, that's, I think, one of the, the themes of that and of, of that angel. Uh, without giving away no, no, yeah, again, that's fair. Uh, for those who haven't watched, yeah, yeah, and, 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 I think and, human beings are complex like that. They certainly are, and and, and her actions, and, and this is not, I'm dancing around the, the mm-hmm. you know, you know, her actions really, if you think about it, they save a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They do save a lot of people. Mm-hmm. From starvation early on, and you know, so it's it's yeah. yeah, I see the goodness there, and just talk a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people have mentioned your name a lot when talking about the show, but there's also yeah. the phenomenal Lizzie Kaplan and Bill Skarsgård. Oh my goodness! Just talk a little oh, bit yeah. about Bill Skarsgård and Lizzie Kaplan, if you don't mind. Oh yeah, they're. I mean, I didn't, uh, I didn't quote unquote hang out with them. You know? Right, right. That long, we don't, you know, we didn't get to create a relationship. But from the little bit, I got lucky enough to be around them and talk with them. Number one, as human beings, they're absolutely wonderful people. Uh, and as actors, I mean, Lizzie, you just have to watch, you know, to, to, to agree with me. She's not only a super sweet person, uh, very welcoming and warm, and, but she's also, she's fantastic. I, I watched the show as well, and I was blown away. She's, she's absolutely deserving of all those compliments that are out there. She's absolutely stunning. Um, what she's doing is what I strive to do as an actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes me want to work with her. You know, it's right. that what gets that's what gets me so excited. Same for Bill Skarsgård. Of course, he's you know, as we know, um, he's not that much in this. Again, don't want to give away too much, but so his story is a little different for this this uh, season. But but as an actor, he's absolutely phenomenal as well. And I hope that I get to work with him more. You know, because he's. Yeah, it's those are the people that you can only desire to create as an as an artist, I believe. No, yeah, I, I completely agree. And do mm-hmm. you rem- do you remember where your scenes were shot? Because I know a lot of it was was yeah. shot about twenty minutes from where I filmed the podcast in Orange Mass. Uh-huh. Do you remember where you oh, were? Oh, that's you where sh- you are. Yeah. So do you remember where you shot? Where you, where you shot the um, show? Your your part of it. Yeah, we shot in uh, in Salem part of it, and then in Massachusetts. In um, what, I know what's the name of it. Um, was it Cl- Clinton, now. Mass? There, there was a couple Massachusetts no. locations. No, we no. Uh, briefly, I shot in Salem, but most of it was in. Uh, I'm having a blur. But it wasn't orange, was it? 
Yeah, close to yes. Part of it too. We were also in the studio. Okay. Uh, okay. In our, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that that's phenomenal. Um, it, I have to ask: Is there anything you wanted to promote or get out there? Because you know, for those of you listening, if you're not watching Castle Rock one or two, get on that right away. Um, is there anything you wanted to promote? Any future projects you wanted to get out there? No, we'll see. So far, uh, things are there's nothing to be quote unquote revealed. Um, we'll see what's to come next, really, and and I'm sure that whoever is supposed to come, you know, across me will anyway. You know, so. I let, I let the universe do that. <laughs> Her name is Mathilde DeHyde. Mathilde, I have to say I'm a big fan, and, I, and I'm so honored you came on today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me. Thank you.